today's show, as always, sponsored by LivasaIslandApparel.com. For gear that represents the South Pacific Island languages and cultures accurately and responsibly. Put on for the culture. Catch the wave at LivasaIslandApparel.com. Don't even, God, don't even get me started on all the, ah, uh, the sports. Oh man, with with the with the plays, sports. I just nothing really gets me going. Like my love for the sports. Let me I'll tell you what. Welcome everyone to the Balinesian podcast sponsored by Levasa Island Apparel. Put on for the culture. Check them out www.levasaislandapparel.com. I am Lance Falitongo. What's good? I'm Forrest Odala. And with us today, Super Bowl, well, I guess it's Pro Bowl week. Not that that matters. Super Bowl pre-week. Sefa M. Welcome back. What up? What up? What up? What up? It's, yeah. good. it's good to have the Sacktown Stepper uh, hey. here with us on the on the Zoom. Uh, to talk, I, I, I imagine you want to talk some 49ers. Yes. <laughs> we need to discuss what happened, um, and then we can we can look forward to the uh, Super Bowl preview. We also got Luke Joe's brother, Luke. Luke, you in there? What's up? What's up, guys? Welcome yeah. back, bro. What uh, what it what do you think about Tom Brady uh, retiring, Luke? <laughs> uh, you know, I think it was time. I think it's been time for probably a few years now. I think we need to uh Yeah, it's it's like a goat retiring, but it feels like he already he already did this last year. So it's like do, do you guys feel the same about Tom Brady's retirement this season or I guess this year? Yeah, uh, yeah mine's like finally. <laughs> finally about time. Yeah. Seth, what do you think? I think, man, I think he was doing cool. I think he just the the team just wasn't good. It's hard to be a good passer when you ain't got no run game. But that last couple games that I I, I got to actually watch, like in the playoffs, he did not look good at all. <laughs> no, not at all. Oh, yo, yeah, yeah, you talk about needing a run game. Uh, they couldn't figure out Leonard Fournette, Rashard White. Um, that O line, hella people were injured, so definitely not the way he wanted to go out. I I was thinking you'd go out like after you won that Super Bowl, that first Super Bowl in Tampa like two years ago. That's the time to that's the time to go out. But uh, he's going to be making like forty million dollars a year in the booth for Fox, <laughs> which is a deal he had lined up since last year. So yeah, Tom Brady's gonna Tom Brady's gonna be okay. Um, a team <laughs> that Tom Brady could have gone and played quarterback for, the San Francisco 49ers. Did, where did you watch the uh, that uh, divisional game, or was it? Bro, oh watched, shoot, the conference. Yeah, the con- but I was at home by myself. That one was a lonely game. <laughs> I, I imagine most 49ers fans felt the same way. <laughs> bro, it was horrible. I, yeah, I watched it at the house. Did you sit by yourself? Ain't no other 49ers fans over there. Nah, hell no. I don't even got nope. Nobody really watched football here. You know, everybody watch hockey. So, because <laughs> you you're in Canada right now. Yeah, I'm in Canada. Yep. Do you did you watch any of the Canadian Football League? You know what? This one time I was uh, we were watching something, and then 
you know how like your show is finished and you just hop on your phone. Mm-hmm. I hopped on my phone and it, it, I guess it switched to a Canadian football game. And that mug is kind of that mug is kind of entertaining, bro. Like <laughs> they got different kind of forward motion. And, yeah, like it, right. it just it it looked like uh, damn, I can't even say that name no more. But it looked like uh, like a you know the playground games where you just do whatever the hell you want to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out what the word you was about to say. <laughs> it's an old game where you throw the ball in the air and then one catch it and everybody tackling you. Know what oh, saying? like hot potato? <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, man, that sounds that. like Samoan football. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> hey, that. Uh, one of my earliest memories of sports is playing like rugby with a milk carton at St. Teresa and just being at the <laughs> bottom of like a 12 12- person pile just trying to throw the milk carton out so people would get the hell off me i was about to die i felt like john snow man i was in that shit um, that's how i, I knew i wasn't gonna play sports <laughs> that's how i knew i wasn't gonna play sports uh one time i was in seventh grade and uh, we met up at the park me and my cousins and uh i got hit by a dude that and like he uh he's he's at you he went to usc like when he graduated high school but at the time, you know, he was probably freshman or sophomore, and I was in seventh grade, and I got smacked. When I tell you, I was like, yo, football is not for me. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is it. I'm done. So, yeah, I learned early on that uh, physicality, you know what I mean? That wasn't my thing. So, yeah, shout he's, out to him. He's like going to do the verbal judo. Yo, yeah. the first time someone taught me about verbal judo and how to, like, talk your way out of stuff instead of trying to fight or beef up i was like yo that is the way for me i'm gonna do that i'm gonna be able to Wait, talk to people verbal, you gotta explain to us that what, what is verbal judo oh man it's just uh you know somebody try to come at you with a problem or like trying to be a problem or trying to be aggressive with you um and you just kind of throw them off guard you be super nice or you like be super funny or something, and they start laughing when they're trying to fight you, and then you're like, "Come on, bro!" It's usually I I perfected this the last couple of years, standing outside of like Portland nightclubs, and drunk oh. people coming at me, and you got to be like, "Hey, this is not the night." Hey, man, f you, this and that. Drunk people <laughs> saying drunk shit, um, but really just keeping your cool and talking your way out of situations. Helping people realize, hey, we have more in common than this beef that you're trying to draw up and make right now, bro. Wow. We ain't got basically, time for this. Yeah. Relax. Basically, basically being smarter than the other person. Oh Man, yeah, I think I think I got a black belt now. Accident. <laughs> no, hey, yeah. Some people yeah. been training. Some people oh, been training all their life. I know it. I flex on a little dude though. You mean like if I know <laughs> if I if I got it, then I'll be like, you know what I mean? I turned up. Right, but get out the way, he, man. I ain't yeah. playing games with you, boy. Yeah, but if it's, if he, you know what I mean? If I know he got me, you know what I mean? Uso. But hey, was, Uso. You I know? suggest you not. I suggest you not do that. <laughs> yeah, oh, sharpening yeah. the skills out here on the streets. Street corners. I feel it. I feel it. Let's let's talk about the Niners. The quarterback this year started as Trey Lance. Jimmy G, they gave Jimmy G a playbook. He was allowed to come back. And then he got <laughs> hurt. And then Brock Purdy steps in, you know, midway through the season. What do you think about Brock Purdy uh, from what you've seen? I think that dude is incredible, bro. I really, I, I don't understand any of the criticism I get. Um, 
I get like against the Dallas in the Dallas game, he fell flat. But you talking about a, I mean, a last pick of the draft. You talking about a young kid straight out of college, uh, and he didn't go to a big college, right? He was he was at a smaller school. Mm-hmm. I think that fool's in, man. I, I I had no idea who he was, and then just watching him play, I'm like, he's like Jimmy G without the automatic interest. You know, Jimmy G come with an automatic two interception minimum. You know what I mean? That's his guarantee in his contract. Yeah. Every game we gotta throw two interceptions. So nah, I think he dope. I hope he come back. I hope he recover well from the uh, surgery. But nah, yeah. I like them. UCL like, spring. I feel like those Niners. I feel like they just have so much faith in Trey Lance too. Still, where they're not ready to commit to Brock. They spent. They spent a lot on Trey Lance. They hey, gave three first round picks to the Dolphins. I don't know if it's faith uh, rather than money and uh, picks. So. Committed. Yeah. I mean, I mean we, they're saying the right stuff. Though. We could send them all. You know what I'm saying? That's true. That's you true. Say, There's still quarterback needy teams out there that would take Trey Lance. Wait, Seth, you would trade one of them, Trey Lance or Brock Purdy? Honestly, I was looking at the cap space, and and we got Brock Purdy for like four years for like for dirt nothing. cheap for the you cheapest I mean? so, guaranteed contract yeah, of all. Rookies. Yeah. So I mean, to me, if you but the the only thing is the injury now it throws it up in the air. Uh, but yeah, I think I think the organization is a little hesitant to get rid of Lance or or pass up on Lance just because of how much they already invested in him. Um, but if if Purdy didn't get injured this year, if he played it out, if we ended up if we did end up losing, still, I would say to to dedicate it to him and and get the cap, use the extra cap space, use Trey Lance as some trade bait, and just go from there because he seems solid, and I feel like he dedicated. Like just his demeanor, he seems like he, you know, he'll he'll go in and study, and he'll go in and improve. So, yeah, now does I mean, but Trey Lance didn't get his fair shot, so we don't know. You know what I mean, Jay, as a Niner <laughs> fan, does Trey Lance seem more like aloof, like 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 he cares less or less dedicated than Brock Purdy? No, nah, I just he didn't he didn't we didn't really get to see him like that. The only full game we got from him was you know freaking monsoon. So I mean, first one. a lot, yeah, a lot of people was was putting it on that in like a couple plays from the from the preseason. But to me, I'm like, I'm neither on or off Trey Lance. I still feel like he he hasn't really shown us what he could do. But, but I really not, like Brock. Now that's that it. you've seen what Purdy can do and how he can guide the system into the playoffs. Three years yeah. for like five million bucks? Yeah, I'm with it. This, this Ooh, is what I was telling real. Lance the other day. I was telling Lance that and nothing against Brock Purdy or Trey Lance, but I feel like Brock Purdy had a easier transition to come in and learn things because he didn't have the pressure of being uh, the savior of the team right away. So he could come in and uh, study and he's in the background. No one really knows what he's doing. So yeah, of course he's studying back there. He's trying to play, but Trey Lance had to come in and it's like, here's the ball to go win us a championship. Who, who picked Trey Lance? Was it Shanahan or was it Lynch? I think it was Shanahan. Oh, I mean, I don't know, but I thought it was Shanahan, but either way. I mean, because sometimes you get that disagreement right, between the right. coach and the GM, but I feel like they're kind of on the same page. I think so. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like Shanahan should have, you know, some responsibility for. I mean, Trey Lance. If you go into him and if you compare him and Brock Purdy's, you know, ratings or abilities at attributes, Trey Lance probably beats Brock Purdy in almost everything. Like. Throwing ability, speed, you know, being able to read over stuff. 
Um, but Brock Purdy, for one reason or another, came in and if he was just like the way he studied or the way he approached the game with less pressure, like you're saying, uh, for one reason or another, he showed he can definitely make it work. So now you have this known quantity of Brock Purdy and you have this unknown potential, great potential of Trey Lance. That's going to be a big, uh, obviously, talk this this offseason about which direction they're going to uh, either pivot or stay on. But, bro, three, four more years for $5 million total? Or right. that's If you can get 95% of Trey Lance and Brock Purdy out of your system, that's a that's a 100% go. Trade Trey Lance, get him out of here. You just uh, move Trey Lance to running back. Or so, I mean, <laughs> it's going to suck. He's making quarterback <laughs> early draft pick <laughs> money. He's making top three money as a – you know, a small tight end or some shit, but but you opened yeah. it with the perfect opening glance when you were talking about like verbal judo. Same thing here. You could be the most physical, physically fit person in the game, like or better than Brock Purdy, Trey Lances. But if you're not studying like you're supposed to, or you know, doing the things off the field that you're supposed to be doing to be a quarterback, then you won't go as far. Like Brock Purdy knew that maybe he wasn't as um physically gifted as Trey Lance. So he knows that he has to study all Maybe that paid, pushed him to, has to learn prepare things, yeah. more. Yeah. I mean, but that's assuming that – I mean, that kind of is like, oh, well, right. Trey Lance must not be doing those things. But I feel yeah. like he kind of is. It's just for some I'm reason sure Brock Purdy is like looking, said, reading better. Right. He's he's going to study the things that maybe Trey Lance isn't because he's going to – he knows he has to study harder. I don't, don't want to put hard. that – I don't want to put that smut on Trey Lance's name though, because yeah, that honestly, Kyler Murray shit. Yeah, like, I don't. Nah, I don't never that. Gotta, no, not that. Not that. I don't think we got a fair shake. You know what I mean? I don't think we actually got to see Trey Lance do his thing. So I don't want to go that far. But what I will speak on is Brock and that fool. Uh, he exceeded all expectations, and I think that's a big thing. And the cap space, and just the injury is the only thing. That's the only yeah. deciding factor to me, because you, you never know how you're going to recover from it, but. I mean, yeah, shout out to Kyler Murray for not doing his homework. <laughs> I definitely want to come back to the, <laughs> still, the, still the injuries. Um, Luke, if you had to decide between uh, Brock Purdy as the last pick and Trey Lance's potential, uh, which one of those guys would you go as uh, for the Niners? I feel that Trey Lance, especially like watching him in college and stuff, like he reminds me a lot of Cam Newton and – but better accuracy. I feel that you give him a chance, like see what everybody has been seeing in him and let him play. But I don't know. I believe if Brock didn't get hurt in that game, dude, I watched against the Seahawks, go Hawks, baby. But I watched him against them. And I mean, he would have been undefeated. still. I really believe they'd still be playing. And another thing that kind of caught me off guard, which a lot of people that I've talked to are like, Oh yeah, it was obvious. Jimmy G wasn't coming back, but think about last season and, Jimmy G's going to go here. He's going to go here and there. And then it was like, oh, he's signing with the Niners. And that almost played out perfectly if he wouldn't have got hurt. Like, I love Brock Purdy, and I think that if you're if you're the Niners, you, you're keeping him. He's proved in six different games he could do it. Not anyone can just step in and play quarterback. That's pretty apparent now. Oh, yep. We've seen a bunch of replacement or backup quarterbacks come in and absolutely – flail around or you know just be engulfed in pressure 
throw, sideline, out-of-bounds balls. So for Brock Purdy to come in and show that, you know, even just keeping his cool, he's already ahead of all these other backups. And now he's, you know, making the right reads, winning the games. Now he's better than other starters. Now is he better than the other starter on your team? Or is Trey Lance just, you know, not been given the opportunities? I feel like in some of the games that he's played, and maybe this is me hella jaded as a Trey Lance fantasy keeper in one of the leagues, but uh, fuck, that sucked. (laughs) Um, But the games that he did play, it was like, all right. You know, it wasn't like, you know, top, top three, four fantasy quarterback. Anyway, but... Yeah, Trey Lance definitely needs more consistency and more playing time, more opportunities to show that he is either can or cannot do what Brock Purdy can. But I feel like now that you know what Brock Purdy can do, I feel like people are going to think it's safer to just go with the known quantity. Right. Pressure's on. Definitely. For San Francisco as an organization, I thought it's a really good problem to have, though. You know, it's one of those problems like, mm, you know, what? it's not really a bad problem to have because you have, again, Trey Lance, who's someone that uh, could possibly be the savior for the team, but you also have Brock Purdy, who you've seen play. So you can decide between those two quarterbacks. That's not a bad problem. And you already know what you have in Brock Purdy is better than, you know, at least 50% of the total quarterbacks in the league. Amen. Um, bro, injuries. I feel like injuries are a, a consistently reoccurring thing uh, for the 49ers also. Um, do, do you feel that as a Niner fan? Man, I do. But then when I look at, when I look at different teams, because I don't really follow other teams as much. Mm. And uh, every year I get Mahomes and, and Lamar in my, in my fantasy leagues. So those are the two QBs. And I mean, it just it seems like every team deals with quarterback injuries. Maybe us a little more because uh, our injuries, you know, we don't go, we don't half step with the injuries. You know, it's the whole season. <laughs> you feel me? We don't lose quarterbacks for a couple of weeks. We lose them for seasons. So maybe that's the difference. But I do, I feel like every quarterback, uh, every team has quarterback injuries they deal with. But if people want to say that we have more than the most, I wouldn't disagree. But I don't, I don't personally feel like that. Like uh, quarterbacks, maybe at the definitely Niner running backs. I don't know if it's Shanahan's uh, system of just getting guys so wide open and so fast that maybe they like end up in harder tackles. But like, I feel like an important Niner has gone down in the playoffs or been out of the playoffs for the last couple years. Like Debo or gets injured or. You know, Trey Lance or one of the quarterbacks get injured. Elijah Mitchell, Jeff Wilson, just missing, mm-hmm. missing times. But I mean, as a Chargers fan, you also right. Uh, I you know so I mean? yeah. yo as a Chargers fan, <laughs> I think that it's like something to do with us, the the organization, the trainers, the, trainers, right. the medical staff, um, not so much the you know the offensive system or the defensive mentality. Because the Niner defense, I don't think, has as many notable injuries. And they keep playing so hard that teams were like 0-15 the next week after after yeah. playing the Niners. Yeah. Like, it, it hurt to play the Niners defense. But I don't think the 
they get injured as much as some of the skill players. That's, it, man, that just reminds me, man. I just wish we hit Hurts more, man. Oh, he's already hurt. Bro, you see, we hit him twice in a row uh, at the very end, like the fourth quarter. Uh, the other one was the, the penalty where the uh, – I forgot who hit him out of bounds. But when he got up, that fool had – he was hurting. And I was like, bro, we should have been doing this the whole game. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care if we don't have a quarterback. The defense should have – I mean, but anyways. It's, it's hard to hit him. I, I, you know what I mean? A credit to sure. your defense, it's pretty hard to hit Jalen Hurts. So – what do we think about roughing the passer penalties? Inconsistent. I think it's, I think they're inconsistent, man. Like I, I mean, I know I know there's room for error for everything because because the referees are human. But I don't know, man. I'll be feeling some type of way with the camera angles they be showing us, you know. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, we get to see the slow mo, different angle, and the refs are you know watching it from the field level. Um. I do bring that up because of quarterback kind of like protection. Was that Luke? That's why that's why Tom Brady probably could have played forever because they they've changed it so much. They're protecting the QB like crazy. Like when he got into the league, it wasn't like that. You got your ass laid out a lot. And I feel like that's kind of why he was able to play into his late forty early forties. I don't know. Absolutely. Just, it's, it's changed a lot. Yeah, the only reason Tom Brady has been able to play until his age 45, he's 45, his age 45, 45 season, yeah. is because the uh, the NFL realized that if your quarterback is out, your backup quarterback might not be good, and the team is going to it's gonna look bad. As far as like an entertaining game, you can throw that out the window. If, a team, if one of the teams can't throw the ball and the other defense is just stacking the um, – the box, then it's like it's not as entertaining a game as the forward pass was introduced to to be. Nah, man. The only reason Tom Brady was allowed to play this long is the pack that he signed with the devil. And I'm sticking to it. Just Tom Brady. <laughs> did what? The pack that he signed with the devil, man. <laughs> when when do you think that happened? When uh when after he Michigan? Yeah, when he walked out of the house and he wasn't drafted in the first two rounds. <laughs> That's what he did on the walk when his dad came to find him. He was it, praying the to 1990, the devil. The 1999 draft right. between, on day two. He said, hey, look here, Lucifer. I'm going to play till I'm 44. And if I'm a champion till then, I got you after. <laughs> I think is there's like a – I'm we were talking about this yesterday, but I'm trying to figure out why now Tom Brady would retire. Uh, maybe he doesn't have anything else to prove. I mean, and people are gonna say, "Oh, he lost his wife and kids." I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that was already gonna happen if he played or if he didn't play. Uh, but what else? You think if he retired do? last year, he still would have got divorced this year? Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. I think that's why he played anyway. He's like, you know what? I'm not gonna have my wife and my kids. I'm gonna go play football. So, just went back. I'm gonna go. <laughs> football seasons for the boys. Right for the boys. But uh, no, nah, yeah, like, what were his choices? And to go, San Francisco already has quarterbacks there. He's going to go over there, and, and maybe he thought about the younger guys there and disrupting their careers. Uh, his other choices, <laughs> you know what I mean? Tom Brady don't give a fuck nobody <laughs> else's career. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> uh, he could have went to the Raiders, but then he would have gone there with the crappy O-line and uh, disgruntled fans. 
where else? Carolina. You know what I mean? They're, he tried to look. He tried to take the year off last year and become a front office member of the Dolphins, and right. then next year he was going to be the Dolphins quarterback. Yeah. This is what's been reported That's and weird. like found out, and what the Dolphins got docked their first round pick for, fined half a million dollars for tampering, tamper, intentional tampering by the quarterback <laughs> and the owner. And Brian Flores was like, "I'm not fucking doing that. I quit." And then there was a whole thing about that. Yeah, Tom Brady definitely wants to be thing. in the front office. Yeah, I mean, if I'm the Dolphins, I'm doing that too, though. It's worth it. Worth it. I mean, if it would have worked out, but too bad it didn't. Yeah, they. Uh, is Lucas is Lucas a Seahawks fan? Luke Luke is, is you a Seahawks fan? Lucas a twelve. Yep. Hey, yeah, bro. I got my kid. Sorry, do, do I got my kids here. I play some video for you. <laughs> <laughs> do, do y'all? Do y'all? Uh, are you are you uh, for them giving uh, Gino a contract or what? What you think? Absolutely not. I think this year was a big prove it year, and I feel that like he did a great job. Yeah, obviously, but at, at the same time there's still a lot that goes into the quarterback position. And I just feel like he did enough to get by. And I just feel like there's a lot better options. Like, man, I'd take Derek Carr in Seattle at this point. I, I, I don't like Gino. I really don't. I think he did a great job. I just am not a big fan of him. I don't know why, but I'm just not. Maybe like lead the league in completion percentage. Comeback player of the year. Yeah. He, he had a great year. Oh, and most improved. Yeah. He, it's hard, but it's hard to sit there and go, because dude, honestly, I really do believe in Drew Locke. I think he needs to get a chance to do it. If you watched him in the preseason, even like the guy slings that football, and that's to me as a fan, you, that's what you're looking for: exciting football. It's like he's gonna he's gonna throw some picks, but at the same time, he might have games where he has four or five touchdowns if you just let him sling it. So we got to give him a chance. I really feel that. Well, I mean, if we're being honest. Uh, Gino had a great first half of the season and then a uh, very average second half. Very average. I mean, I I also think – I also like Drew Locke as a Denver Bronco because when he started – and he beat the Chargers once. Uh, when he started, I knew he was going <laughs> to sling it. And we could try to intercept it. We were more likely to get the ball. Right. Like if someone was running the ball down the – the Chargers suck at defending the run, and that doesn't matter who the coach is, who the defensive coordinator is, who the defensive tackle is. For <laughs> since we lost Jamal Williams, like two thousand seven, eight, the Chargers' defensive line has been not good. Um, but I, I also saw Drew Locke throw like three picks in the preseason to like backups. Yep. So like there's I mean, all, there's that side of the coin where it's like I don't I don't know if Drew Locke for 17 games this year would have got you guys to the playoffs like Gino did. Hell no. I mean Gino's been sitting around waiting waiting for his opportunity and he's played behind a lot of really good quarterbacks. So I look at it like you throw Drew in there but but now if you start Drew this year you're kind of a year behind because he's I don't know, he hasn't got a lot of playing time in his career. Not enough. What about uh, using one of those draft picks on a quarterback? I've been thinking about it, and I kind of want to wait one more year. And I don't know. I think Bo Nix would be perfect in a Pete Carroll system. But who knows how long Pete Carroll is going to be sitting around in Seattle. He's like a youthful 79. Uh <laughs> 
<laughs> Seth, when the Niners play the Seahawks, what uh, what players are you most concerned about from Seattle? All of them. Pete Carroll. That's who I'm most afraid of. <laughs> hey, I hate man. As soon as we as soon as we figured out we was gonna play the Seahawks, I was like, damn. <laughs> we had a. I hey, it's just I don't know, man. It's PTSD, bro. It don't no matter how good we could be on a 17 and 0 run. If we got to play the Seahawks, I always just it's always that looming factor of like it don't matter, especially yeah. you know when it's divisional game, but just them. It's just I yeah I I got I got trauma from them, but uh I mean yeah I wasn't I wasn't too worried about K nine because I felt like our run defense was cool, but you know our secondary the same way with y'all run defense our secondary is always uh a liability, so. DK and, and, and Lockett for sure. You know, I feel like mm-hmm. uh, we always give it up to, like, the wide receiver ones. We always give them – they always get good games on our defense. Everything else is shut down. But, yeah, I, yeah, I hate those games, bro. Yeah, that, look, that playoff Seahawks. game was cool. Like, I, I look at – Seattle had the lead at the half. I was freaking out. I was like, this is really happening. And then it just <laughs> kind of – kind of just faded away and the Niners showed who they really are. But I mean, I think you look at, it's kind of like basketball too, right? Like you say something to a player, he's going to get pissed off and he's either going to go off or not. And I feel like when they had that, Seattle had that late hit late in the half, I believe. And it was just downhill from there. I think somebody pulled it up and Seattle didn't score again after that, other than that field goal at the end of the Oh yeah. Someone twisted Debo's ankle. Yeah, like they tackled him and then they tried to like mess with him after. I believe in karma and I really feel that that hit them right in the back, like immediately. It was like, all right, you guys want to play that game? We can play that game better. And I wish I wish someone from the Eagles would have tried to twist Debo's leg in that game. (laughs) (laughs) No, they they twisted Purdy's elbow instead. (laughs) Bro, six month recovery after what is a UCL sprain, UCL surgery. So he's gonna be able to start throwing again, like in the preseason. Yeah, he'll be back by preseason. So you think you guys think he's gonna be like ready to go, or Trey Lance is gonna start? No, I think he'll be ready to go. I think he'll be ready to go, but I think they'll start Trey Lance. I feel like, I feel like they just they got too much. They gave up too much to not mm-hmm. do it. I feel like they don't want to look like they got egg on their face. I feel it. Uh, I think it's gonna be pride. You know they're gonna be prideful and and stick with Trey, even though there's a there's other options that we could probably take. But but the same thing, know. Trey Lance got to be ready too because his injury is a little different. You know what I mean? So they can say he's be back before oh, like yeah. summertime, but his injury is gonna take a little longer too. And his his uh his psyche is gonna be different too to plan on that leg and everything like that. So we'll see. They had a uh, exit interviews and. It was just cool watching Brock talk and then watching Trey talk. And then Brock Brock still had the standpoint of, like, you know, I'm just going to work my ass off and, and come back when Trey was sitting there, like, acting like it's his job to lose. And I don't know. I just feel the way he even talked about it was, like, just really professional. And it kind of gave me hope that he knows what he's up against. And I think he's got the team to do it. And I think you just got to work your ass off once you're healthy and see what happens. Because the, the talent's there. I mean, you draft a guy like that. I mean, there was there was also something going around. Was it Jalen Hurts and Brock in college? I mean, Brock had like the game of his life, and 
Oh yeah, just, Oklahoma versus what is it? Northern Ohio or something? Iowa, I think. Iowa. Iowa, okay. yeah. It was crazy. I just feel like he's he's talented. I think he slipped way too far in the draft, and at the same time, that happens a lot. You see a lot of good quarterbacks that get drafted late that are sitting there waiting for their time. That's true. Steve Smith says something about that recently on his show. He's talking about right. the reason yes. some of these quarterbacks slip so hard is because these scouts are scared. You see someone that's not tall enough or can't throw right. hard enough, you think automatically I can't suggest this guy as someone to believe in because he doesn't have these tangibles or whatever. And you're skipping, you're missing a lot of really talented uh, footballers that right. could you know contribute for your squad. But yeah, getting him, especially as the last pick in the draft. Yeah. Not as a seventh rounder, not as a late seventh rounder, but the very last Mr. Irrelevant. I think that adds to the 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 Purdy legend. I think the Niners are, are gonna get stuck and Trey Lance is gonna be starting, especially with Brock Purdy recovering from surgery until preseason starts. Um, and then Brock Purdy's just gonna kinda Jimmy G it and sit back there as a a really good backup that you know if anything ever happens to Trey Lance. Right. You know, we got a guy that can come in and do good things. But I mean, I feel like they sh- what they should do is trade away Trey Lance and just go all in on Brock Purdy and, you know, uh, I don't know where you can Seth, where would you say uh an improvement on the 49ers roster could be made? O-line. <laughs> First and foremost, uh, I think I don't know, but uh, I feel like uh, what's his name? I think Trent. I think Trent might be done. Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah, Yeah. I think he might be done. And if that's the case, I think we need to bolster that O line up. And uh, regardless of which quarterback, I think we just need to get that done and get get another corner or or something because our secondary is always a liability. So. Yeah, fix that up. You think uh you think if Brady were to sign with San Francisco be other than retiring, that'd be a Super Bowl for you? No, because Brady come with a price tag and um I don't I don't know our cap space actually, so maybe maybe it do. I definitely think he, he will do good in our system, you know, short passes, nothing crazy. Uh our you know, our receivers are they're more of the catch the ball and then run mm-hmm, as opposed right. to running and catch the ball in stride. So I think he would do well in our system. Uh, but I mean, to that effect, our, Seth, yeah, he, yeah. He, he's one of those quarterbacks that, I mean, he took a pay cut in uh, Tampa Bay to win the championship. You know what I mean? I think he'd do it. And New England. And New England. So I think uh, I think those concerns for a 49 fan, I think you guys would have been okay because I think him going there would him being or him seeing that he could potentially win the championship there with other parts, like you just said, like the parts you mentioned. So I think he would have took the pick because, I mean, he was already making off the field. I mean, you know what I mean? I don't uh, think no, what right? he was for him. But, I, man, I, but realistically speaking, I feel like if we if we were to do that, it would just do so much to the morale of our quarterbacks already. Exactly. I feel like our young our young QBs at this, like just already um, – they they're already a little shaky in their confidence because they gotta they both don't know where they stand exactly. Um, so throwing in the, the greatest of all time and knowing you are gonna have to sit 
because it's Tom Brady for another year. Like, I, I don't know how that makes the relationship between Trey Lance, between Brock Purdy and the 49ers. So I wouldn't want to do that, even if it would give us good chances. Because I, I, I'm thinking long term. And I think uh, long term mm-hmm. we have to we have to have that that franchise quarterback. How many uh how many more years does Christian McCaffrey have? You think? Man, the way he plays, not a lot. Like he, you know what I mean like if it was, hits. yeah, if it was like Pollard oh. or, or another running back who who more more finesse, I would say the different number. But man, CMC is. He a dog. He do he yeah. he do not he do not care. Like I don't think he. I think three or four years at the most, and that's yeah. you know I think he gets injured before that, just just based off how he plays and the he way was, Shanahan the smaller frame that he has. Yeah, I mean, cause he's he's not a big guy. He's not too small, but what for the hits Christian that he McCaffrey? takes? Yeah, he's he's not that big of a dude, but for the hits that he takes, man. What do you think, Luke? How long does uh, CMC have left as a a Niner or in the in the league? I would agree with that. Three or four years, and I kind of think that's the 49ers gap right there. Like, especially with dude, they have so much talent. Like, and I, I, it was against the Seahawks in the playoffs. He had that run where he hit this max speed, and he hadn't hit that speed in like three, four years. And it's like that's insane to think about because he's been sitting there in Carolina hating his life and doing what he can to get out but at the same time he was still he was still taking hits there and I think that's why you see a lot of him sitting out because he's like why am I risking my body mm-hmm. for a team where I realistically isn't going to do much and the 49ers he proved that he still got it I think people are forgetting and kind of underestimating what CMC is going to be like in a full season multiple seasons for the Niners that's like I mean I'm all for going zero running back and taking like the free agent running backs like in Madden or whatever or in fantasy football (laughs) and not paying for a big you know a big name running back a a big name running back a Nick Chubb a Derrick Henry you know like someone that you know is gonna do good but what if they get hurt you know because then you spend all this money on something that you can't uh use so um, damn, that's fucked up. As far as burning through bodies, uh, <laughs> I would go with the cheaper talent. Uh, but for the 49ers, uh, in Shanahan's offense, it's, it's going to be, I feel like, another level. For are sure. you, yeah. Seth, do you, are you excited about CMC moving forward, or do you think that's a sunk cost and you can just keep running with the Mostert's and Mitchell's? CMC is the only reason we we were winning this year. I mean, him and Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy played a major role, but it would have been. I think Brock Purdy would have been tested a lot more had he not had he not had CMC in the backfield. So I'm oh. fine with the big price tag. I'm fine with it. Um, I honestly feel like we would have finished like seven and ten with with uh, without, without CMC. that trade. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, so I'm a no. I believe I, CMC is is. I think he gives our locker room the locker room presence. I think he he provides a lot of leadership, just from the reports I read and just him being on the field, like a a, a dual running back, a receiver, and also the hard runner. I think he just opens up so many things in the playbook. So 
Now I, I'm fine with paying him that for now. Uh, but I do like we had games where he was getting 18, 19 touches in games that we were obviously winning. And I didn't like that. Like, mm-hmm. okay. I feel, I've, you know, like I know he, he probably wanted to do that, but I feel like the coach got to be like, nah, bro, you load management. Yeah. Um, we are already going to win. We don't need to expose yeah. you to injury. And, and, Mike even, Williams. and even if, <laughs> yeah. And even if we, oh damn. Yeah. That was crazy. But even if we not all the way there, I think um, I think Eli Mitchell is, is dope. I think uh, mm-hmm. Jordan Mason is a beast. Like, I f- I feel like them three right there is cool to go with to just you know to to keep them in the committee because um, I don't want to see CMC injured out in, in, later on in the season next year. So as long as he's healthy, I'm fine with with the price tag, bro. He's dope. <laughs> So as long as they like pull them back when you're you guys are up twenty in the fourth quarter, stop running CMC <laughs> and we'll be okay. Well, yeah, but even if if we not up like that, like just use him sparingly. I know he seems like a volume runner. Like you know, the more he gets it, of course. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if they're not thinking about it. But like, bro, it just it's all it takes is one tackle to to mess it up for the whole season. So hopefully next year, if we uh, we we rotate more often because our running backs do get injured a lot. So, yeah. I look at, too, like, I hate talking about the 49ers so much, but, man, they're good. You got Brandon Ayuk. <laughs> you got Brandon Ayuk, I feel like, took a, took a huge leap this year, and I feel like next year yeah. you're about to see a freaking beast unleashed because, dude, man, he's good. He They have a lot of weapons, and they're scary, and I feel that, like you're saying, if you can if you can mix up the running backs a little bit more, for one, it's going to be harder to game plan. And two, you are protecting Christian for the playoffs. And mm-hmm. he, he, man, he showed it this year too. And I'm excited for him. I, I think they're going to be the front runners here next year, and I think they will be for the next couple of years. Is Christian McCaffrey next year's number one overall pick in fantasy football? Too many weapons. Are you who isn't? I mean, Jonathan be- Taylor. Hell <laughs> oh, no. Why did I pick it? Both of my, of my life. Both of my leagues, bro. JT. I traded his ass. Man. That was horrible. Oh, man. The f- hey, if you're worried about injuries, go with Jonathan Taylor. That <laughs> was the worst advice. Now nah, I'm gonna what be if real. You don't have a quarterback that can throw the ball, and everyone loads the box, and then you get injured. What if that happens? Man. That's my first pick. Eckler, Eckler, number one, bro. Hey, Eckler's number one. He caught like a, he caught over a hundred passes this year. It's crazy, bro. Lots of dump PPR offs. leagues. Hey, hey, I'm, PPR a, leagues. I'm a real Raiders fan, man. I'll never take a charger number one in fantasy draft. Oh, that's not. <laughs> if you were guaranteed a playoff spot. I think Never like eighty percent no, of the not. people that drafted Eckler got to the playoffs <laughs> in PPR. Maybe, yeah, maybe definitely they're in still PPR. in San Diego. They're but, still in San Diego, maybe, but they're in LA now, so now I'm not taking it. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I I lost by a point point two, and I was there was no way I was coming back, and I came back because Austin Eckler absolutely went off, and. I just think that that Lucas, man is don't, crazy. Don't validate Lance Lucas. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But look, like, like, Eckler, you know, he's like, telling like, his story. Let him share his experience. I look at you. You just said he had over a hundred catches, dude. Yeah. Think about Herbert was hurt. 
yeah. he was playing hurt. And it's like, oh, man, the Chargers are going to be good next year. I'm sorry. But, hey, if the Raiders get Aaron Rodgers, they're going to be pretty good too. No, we're just going to be the West Coast Green Bay Packers. The West Coast Packers. <laughs> At least you guys won't have Randall Cobb. Okay. Do you true. think he's going to bring Randall Cobb with him? Probably. I hope oh, not, man. No. <laughs> you know what? To be honest, I always thought Randall Cobb was going to break out and be like a really good receiver in the league because, I mean, he had he games was. and then, yeah. And then nothing. <laughs> and then nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, he literally forced the Packers front office to bring back his friend so he'd have somebody in the meetings with him. Like, he's like, I don't know any of these other wide receivers. He, he must cook something really nice <laughs> so I have really good barbecues. <laughs> no, he made Randall Cobb a superstar, bro. <laughs> Randall Cobb probably wouldn't have gone off full Randall Cobb if he wasn't Aaron Rodgers. So, so my nephew, Inside receiver. My nephew, uh, we were talking here, and he plays the Madden. So this fool, he's a 49er fan. He traded Trey Lance for Frankie Lou last night. In the oh, game. damn. Yeah, yeah. That's let's, what go, about. let's go. <laughs> I said, what are you Straight doing? Up? No, we're good with Brock Purdy, man. I need my guy. <laughs> I was like, All right, nice. <laughs> damn, that's – hey, get it. Frankie's what, right outside linebacker? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know what? So, because which is again great thing about Carolina's defense, they had him play um, primarily outside, but they had him move throughout the uh, all the positions at linebacker. They even had him playing edge because in their defense, uh, he was explaining to us that they wanted him to learn all positions just in case. You know, they're going to use him primarily outside linebacker, but uh, he played a lot of middle. Uh, he played some edge, uh, and then played coverage linebacker. So. Um, whatever he didn't learn before he got there, he's really grateful for for the things that uh, he got to do there because it's just making him a much better player, which is proven hey, in we, his. Uh, he just signed that? a contract. It's, no, uh, I think he's been in Carolina two years. Yeah, I think this is going to be his last year. So I think this season coming up is going to be his uh, his contract year, which is great. Let's go! Nice, yeah. yeah, he getting so, he getting a bag. That's what I'm talking right. about. Hey man, he went back to me and Lance's alma mater, which is his and Samuel Baptist 20, Academy. Yeah, gave, gave him 20 stacks. So private school. Right. <laughs> <laughs> gave him 20 stacks. He's in Fiji right now, enjoying his offseason for a little bit with his parents and his brother. You, so. you know all the administration from y'all school for the be at the bingo hall. Hey. <laughs> yeah. yeah Miss Lucy. Bingo hall. <laughs> hey. Lucy, I didn't say it as my friend said, but not be Miss Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you over here saying what we're doing. We're building a new church. Hey, do what you got to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> the Frankie Louvu Academy. Hey. Oh, hey. The Frankie hey. Louvu sports field. Have like I'll a whole. I'll send, yeah. I'll send my kid there. <laughs> uh, is Frankie Louvu the greatest football player to come out of Samoa Baptist Academy for us? Amen. Amen. Think, oh, this if, is true. If we if we talk about flag football, no, there was a pretty good amount of good flag football players back in the day. But... National Football League players. <laughs> yes, yes, I think he is the best. The best. This is undisputed. 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 All right. <laughs> also undisputed. New music. Sefa M album Let's drop. Go. Yes, sir. I, this is according to you the greatest project you've ever made. Why yeah, is yeah. why is that how uh you because you made a lot you made a lot <laughs> so to say this is the greatest ever that it, it puts it really up there what makes you say that 
Oh, a, a couple of these songs I've been holding on to for a minute, just uh, waiting for it to be the right time. And then the single, the, the first song that came out, the one that everybody likes, that happened. And as soon as it happened, I was like, this is it. This is what I want to start it with. Um, these are the songs that I want to go with. And then just hearing it, like listening to it, like for a couple weeks before I, I decided to drop it. I was like, damn, this this like touches on everything. Like there, there's there's a song that people commercially gonna love. I got songs about like, you know, coming from where I'm from that's that's gonna hit the heart. I got, you know, songs talking it just it just to me it felt like it hit every every corner that I wanted to hit and it was just like dope music. So then I was excited and I, I just like, I'm listening back. Like I listen to my other projects sometimes. And so when I run back to them, I'm like, this was a filler. This was a song that I put on that I couldn't really fit anywhere else. But like with this one, it was like every song was a song that I really had intention for. And so I just, I feel like it's just like a, it's the, it's the most, it's the easiest listen out of all my albums. I feel like. That's dope. Nice. Man, let me tell you, man, anytime I go somewhere and I'm not bullshitting you, they, they, there's uh Polynesian kids that you know, people that play your music out here or like if I'm talking if I'm somewhere and they're playing your music and they're talking about you, I'm always like in the background grinning like and they turn around. She's smiling the bar. I was like, and I'm not about to blow you up. Like, that's my dude. I'm like, no, it's good music. <laughs> in my head, I was like, it's my friend, stupid. <laughs> but yeah, like, I'm his hero, stupid. Yeah, he's, exactly. uh, he's my hero. I owe him a stake. <laughs> I was like, I, I want to tell people, like, hey, you know, he shot a music video in the back of my truck <laughs> without me knowing. Without, yeah, without me knowing, I, I found out <laughs> a year later. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. What music video is that? It's the. Nah, it was nothing, bro. I had a verse in my headphones. We was in the back of the truck, and I and I was talking to you, and I was like, "Bro, I always wanted to shoot a video in the back of the truck." And he looked at me, he was like, "Like Let's right now?" It. And I was like, nice. "Nah, fool." And then I was like, "Well, actually, <laughs> what well, I mean, pull out pull out the phone, and I'm just rapping to it while he's recording, and we." We linked up the, the, we synced up the audio and then just put it out on YouTube. Nice. I wish I was hanging out with y'all a lot more back when we was home. I was stuck on the we, west side. We wish you was hanging out right. with us. Man, right. come on, we, Mr. Flight Knight. Hey, let's go. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Kane, too long a Whitcomb, Whitcomb Media, Yo, for, yeah. for hitting me up one day and saying, hey, I'm getting paid to make a show at the airport. You wanna you wanna go? I'm like, bro, I'm down. I ain't doing nothing. Who's at the airport? Let's go. That's fun. Lance Lance oh, became shit. the voice of American Samoa. Un- unbeknownst to him, like now when I think about American Samoa, you standing at the market or you standing at the airport with the mic is what I <laughs> what I envisioned, bro. Like not no governors. Uh, I don't care about no what no governor said. I don't care about what no congressman or whatever. I think of Lance in front of the camera say, flight night, let's go. Let's go. Every time. Hey, you know can I get a little context? What's what? Oh. Flight you, hey, uh, Luke, you can you can YouTube it, Lucas. <laughs> Lucas, really? I don't know if you understand, but you are in, in the midst of greatness right now, right. bro. Lance used to host a local television show in American Samoa that aired 
probably eight times a day on channel six <laughs> and channel three. Bro, they right didn't have any other content. And they had no other content, but Lance was on TV and every, I don't know, was it Monday or Tuesday or something when they, the, new, the new episode dropped? Yeah. I remember I used to be waiting to go to school and I'll wait for the morning version of it to come on and I'll be like, oh, what we, what, what's going on today? What's going on this week? You know, you, that's where you scout the potentials and whatnot. And <laughs> yeah. Yep. And Lance was he was he was the the voice of American Sal Moore. Yeah. We had a we had an interview show. We would go out into the into the community and see what people were talking about. Oh, and also the airport was like a party. Flight night. Was, you know, had, bro, parking you lot had people, people. Yeah, Lucas, you had people parking in the parking lot drinking. They had coolers in their car. What were they you know doing? I mean? Some of them didn't even have people arriving. No, no, yeah, they they were just in the parking lot hanging out, playing music. You know what I, mean? I think one of the greatest episodes still of that is uh, Lance asked a girl if she could go on vacation. <laughs> no, 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 no. What no, was it no. called? She was going. She was going to college. She would oh. go to college in the states. Lance asked, "What state?" And she said, "Australia." <laughs> uh, no, I just she... rolled right by it. It's like, all right. Yeah. And then Sulaiman was like, "Nah, we're gonna rewind that." <laughs> Australia, Australia. She said, said, I'm gonna go to school in the States. I don't know, Australia. (laughs) Yeah, that's another example of like someone taking their camera or something that they loved and turning it into into money and or into like a good show, yeah, but also into like supporting your passions and producing a another stream of income. My dude was getting paid. I was getting paid too. He was like, I'll give you like a hundred bucks a week. I was like, I hey, will take money. that. That's money in Sao we'll Yo, hey. yeah, we did two episodes. We released the episode every that's, week. That's three barbecues in Sao Bro, I was <laughs> out there. Yeah, I was like paying my electricity like in Playing dollars poker. instead of quarters. I, I rolled up to Aspa one time and I broke out like quarters because I needed to just get through the day till my paycheck, bro. Yeah, that's yeah. It's different now. After flight night, bro, I was like paying in twenty. Let me let me me prepay next week's electricity too. I got it. Balling, you feel me? (laughs) Shout out to flight night, man. My favorite show of all time. Amen. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think anyone was like really watching it, like. Like that, I'm a, I had every episode downloaded. Bro, yeah, you remember that? <laughs> I, I had every episode downloaded because uh, my Wi Fi sucked at home, and sometimes our oh, cable yeah. used to get cut, like our cable would just go out. So when I was at, at the college, I used to use my computer and download it off of Vimeo, bro. I used to download every episode, and I was crazy. I'm so mad I broke that computer. Oh. Yeah, that that would be golden. That's fun. I think they're still doing something. Well, I guess too long is not always in Samoa, but there's definitely still the potential to keep doing that show. Oh, it could sure. be somebody else. So you were the original guy that like goes on the streets and is like, "Hey, uh, like those TikTok videos that go around, like, <laughs> yeah, how much is in your yeah. bank account? Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yep. yep. How much you oh, damn, nice. We could have been millionaires by now, Lance. Damn." Oh. Oh. We're ahead of our time. We need to educate people <laughs> on the ways and technology. Hey, wait, wait, wait. But but does Lucas also know another way you use the microphone? Did he did he is he privy to that? 
Do I, was that? Mm-hmm. Oh, I used to be on Wait, a radio this... show. Nah, no, you told me that. Remember, me that. it was hot. It was hot out inside Mo for a pen. Remember? Hey, 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 hey classic. Shout out Lawrence Wilson one time for nah, using nah, the Psalm not, one. We are not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, yeah. we not getting. Nah, that nah. was a weirdo. <laughs> to bring all of them all yeah. together, bro. There was a uh... not. We, we, yeah, he had some R. Kelly in them, so we're not. Yeah, do that dude <laughs> got beat up at the school. Yo, oh, tell me remember, more. What's her name's dad came with a gun to shoot him at the school. Yeah, he oh, got beat up damn. at the school. Yeah, he, yeah. I, re- you know, it's crazy. All right, I don't know if the statue of limitation, whatnot, whatever. There, I used to work in the in his office, right? Mm-hmm. And we used to just be nosy, me and. And uh, <laughs> bro, we found the we found like we found a little thing with the accusation on it, like written formal statement. Yeah, that was a creep, bro. Yeah, he had more than one uh, flowing out of Samoa. So, how's yeah. he still working there with more than one? Nah, he well, got beat up and he left. Yeah, because oh. well, he was a lawyer too. But so when those accusations came in, you know what I mean? He lawyered his way out of it because he knew that. I guess I don't know the system. Yeah, and and this and is something that not a, yeah, and this is something that not a lot of people know. Uh, my homie, my, so my homie, they were shooting a movie, right? They were shooting a movie, and the scene that he was supposed to supposedly shoot, and he told me about it because he was kind of him and the girl was kind of iffy about it. The scene was the girl was supposed to have her legs over his shoulder, and then it shows the camera angle of her legs over his shoulder. And he's talking to her while they're yummy, you know I and then mm. it goes to her on the on the bed, and it's supposed to be like, you know, uh, back whatever, and yeah. yeah, like back and forth, whatever. Yeah. But that was the scene, and I was like, "Bruh, check this out, man! I heard about a situation with him trying to do something before live on television, and he got he got dealt with, and so don't do that if you ain't comfortable with it, because mm-hmm. she got family, and if right. they see that." Right, and they not cool with that. You the one, not him. You gonna no, be the yeah. one. It's gonna be and the so, actor, not the director. And the girl straight went up to him like Sheffa said that you got beat up before. So he tried to confront me about it, and he was trying to ask me, "Hey, who said this?" And it was my uncle Sai, rest in peace. Sai had told me to watch out for him, but I wasn't finna say nothing. I was like, "Well, I just heard." He was like, "Well, who said it?" I was like, so I can I go heard. quell these rumors. Sai would have mixed him real quick. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I just heard. I just heard from Ryan. He's like, well, stop spreading rumors and get yeah, next, the next month. That's when everything popped off. So, and then you had documents funny. confirming it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man. Yeah, don't shout that guy out. You know what I'm saying? We gonna but the music right. shout out to. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Will's in that music video too. So anytime we have like, anytime oh, we all get, no. yeah, anytime I get like lit or we get drunk and we have people over, say, hey, I want to see a music video. <laughs> What's the music video called? I don't think I know that one. <laughs> but you got, you got a, you got a, uh, you got a YouTube. Oh man, uh, Lawrence Wilson. Oh, that's okay. what it is. It's on his. Oh page. my! Dang, I accidentally put R. Kelly with there. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Cosby. Hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, you don't have to give him views. Don't worry about it. Well, uh, I just remember the one with you at the airport. Me? Oh, yes. Was that uh, the coconut song? Milton coconuts. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. Look up in the sky. Tell me what do you see. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Lucas, Jay Smooth was in yeah. there. Yeah. He was Jay Smooth was over up. here trying to climb the coconut tree. Shout yeah, out, Ice Cream Man. Good. Right, yes, sir. Bernard is out there. Who else is in that? Be video? down. Ten six. Hey, I, 
that, Yo, Josh, uh, Josh is out there. Ice Cream Man's verse on that is one of my favorite. Some Bro, more. Oh yeah, I'm gonna show you how to do. Like, yeah, <laughs> take the day off. Like my last name is Bueller. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like that verse, man. Shout out to Salmore, man. I miss when everybody was putting out music. Yeah, I feel right. like the, I was out there at the right time. Like I came out there right when the music started popping, and everyone had a music video, bro. <laughs> Do you Yo. do you feel like they're not making music anymore? I don't know. Not, are they not like before? I don't think it's like before though. Or are we just removed? I yeah. Somebody, if you're listening pushing. to this in American Samoa, send us some some of like the hardest artists and songs yeah. that are going right now, so we can be up. We might just Yo. be off the rock right now. But one one of one of the music videos <laughs> Sheppard was in I, was the first time I ever seen somebody open a beer bottle with the CD. Oh yeah, that was that, that's funny because Lance just said off the rock. That was the, right. that was the music video. White just said, Psh. I was like, what? Yeah. What? And when he did it, we was tripping out. We was like, wow, he really did that. I was like, I was like, I know it's real because they ain't got enough money to do camera tricks and stuff. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, look, Man. we just gotta record shit as is. Right. That's how we usually release this podcast. Is just like yeah, we'll put is. some music on the front, we'll put a loop on the back, and then whatever, no edits. Whatever hey, I'm, in the middle. <laughs> I'm gonna be real. Hey, shout out to the hey listeners if you here. Uh I logged on to the Zoom and all of a sudden I heard this is recording and Leslie's just like, yo man, welcome to the podcast. I'm like, yo, we didn't even say hi or nothing. We just started recording. It's in record. <laughs> I was like, all, all our all, the only thing before you started was Lucas, are you there? You there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, man. Welcome All to right. the podcast. Like, <laughs> I hate, bro. Business. Look, I know I love like I'm all about having the like pre podcast conversations and stuff, uh-huh. but it's like asking somebody to uh, repeat all the good original stuff they said yeah, in regular right, conversation. Right. Right. I could try to set that up, but I so many nuggets or like super funny shit or like really good information has been in the pre part and then I try to come back to it after and it's it's just not the same. But I yeah, I, I wanted to make sure to get as much of this conversation on record. <laughs> well, I'm glad it went it's going well because I'm gonna be real, I didn't even read the email till <laughs> Hey, you don't have open, to that's extras, bro. I opened the email. I was like, oh, shoot, this nigga sent me homework. Oh, shoot. No. I was like, I thought it was just a link. This, this little diggy Mr. Wilson sent me homework, bro. As you can see yourself no. his hand doing the research as well. His hand is on the... Like, looking at another screen. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> no, yeah. Have some talking to- topics. That's Bro, it's just, it's just out there. This might be some stuff we talk about. Right. Let's talk about the Poly Ticket Podcast. How do you yes, guys? Sir. How do you guys uh, put it out? What are you guys on Anchor FM? Yeah, we on Anchor. Yeah. How does that? What work? do you guys use? We we record just off of Zoom, and then I put this into Audition. I put the audio for this into Audition, and then like some loops on the front, and then a couple pieces on the back, and then put that into SoundCloud, and SoundCloud is seeded to uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Oh, okay. How does Anchor FM work? Um, so we record on Zoom as well, and then it just as soon as you're done, rec- oh yeah, you know how that goes. Then we take the audio clip, we just drag it into this thing called eMaster. Hmm. Uh, that's what I use for my music. It kind of like makes it pop. It kind of masters hmm. it a little bit. 
And then it makes it louder, sounds a little better. And then we just download that file and upload it straight to Anchor. And then Anchor, you're able to write your caption, upload your photo if you want to. And then it goes to Apple, Spotify, Google, whatever. It doesn't go to SoundCloud, though, but yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we uh, we seed. We have a SoundCloud account and we just seed off of that. Um, yeah, what do you, well, guys-, you guys are? Yes, a lot more uh, established because uh, the fact that we've been on for this long is obvious. You have a pro account and we don't. We be talking hella fast. To make oh. <laughs> oh, oh, we be like, we be like, hey man, so yeah, all right, man, we we'll see you later. Man. <laughs> hey, we got, we got to get out. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we do have a Zoom pro account. Yeah, uh, Levas Island Apparel. <laughs> Like, yeah, I didn't read the email, but uh, we got to do this in in 30 minutes anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, we uh, uh, just try to get people to come on and talk good sports and then put it on SoundCloud and get it out to the people. I have no way of like really knowing who listens to this, though. Do you guys have like track? Yeah, we yeah, we got a whole thing on, on Anchor. It, it tells oh, you like how cool. many people listen and. Well, I don't really look at it, but I mean, I'm pretty sure it tells you some things on it. It's there. got like stats. Yeah, yeah I was, stats. I was just telling Noah because we were playing uh, uh, Call of Duty the other day. And he's like, hey, we should put our shit on Twitch because we're funny as shit when we talk shit to each other. It's like, it would hurt my ego to look and it says zero views. <laughs> hey, bro, that's just yeah. like the first five years. Okay. And then it gets better. Hey, I know. Trust me, I've been there. <laughs> Yeah, I be telling people all the time, like, man, I was making music. I made music for like seven years with with pretty much nobody listening. It didn't start kicking off to 2019, really. So, hey, man, if you gotta go through them years of just, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. doing that, like with the podcast, me and Marcus, we bump heads a lot, um, just about going about it. And I'm like, um, we just have different philosophies on how to do the podcast and put out the podcast, just because we're. We we've established that we're at two different parts to where I'm like to me I'm like bro this is how it went with music and to him he's like well I don't really know because I've never been there yet right. so um to me I'm like man you know just go through the motions it's always gonna be like it ain't gonna happen overnight it, it could if you go viral but it's one out of a trillion you know what I mean for the most part you know slow consistent building is the way to go mm-hmm. and uh. So it's 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 a it's a weird sensation to me because like with the music, I'm I'm a little more up there, just you know, slightly, but with the podcast, it's kind of like to me, it's like damn, them is no numbers, but I gotta I gotta remember it's not a M thing, it's a polytechnic podcast thing. Right. And this is a whole different ball game. So I gotta be sure to take it with a grain of salt. These numbers is just that's really where I was at before. So I gotta, you know, humble myself and, and be more like just accepting of the fact that this is the this is the building the foundation stage. You know what I mean, so yeah, it's it's a little it's a little learning in the process. That's that's got to offer some comfort to know that you know this is what stage you're in. You know of the you know journey. Yeah, um, and to be able to confirm that or to let Marcus know that because we be in like yeah we've turned back into like the let's just make good conversations hopefully that can help people that are listening to it either have some information have some breakdown analysis of what people uh, are liking y'all is not only is it like culturally relatable 
and funny. It's it feels like good, good conversation. It's, it's genuine. That's what it Gen, is. Yeah, so, genuine yeah. conversation between uh, two friends that are they don't always agree, uh, but that's like that's also a good thing. Like you don't always have to agree to yeah. you know you don't have to be like enemies though just because. Yeah. You know, you prefer creamy, you prefer chunky peanut butter, whatever other I mean, what it feels little like, ass reason like, uh, it is. It's like we're I feel all like, at the... go ahead, Lewis. I feel like I don't know, Lance and me have been dealing with that a lot lately. Like at the end of the day, if you if you don't agree with somebody, that's okay. But at the end of the day, as long as you're still brothers and sisters and you can make out you can make out of the conversation, that's all that matters to me. Oh, for sure. Like like you were saying about the podcast, it takes time. Like I think that's the biggest issue with people in the younger generations, especially with you see people blowing up because they posted a silly video, but it's like people are super impatient and you got to wait, you got to wait your turn and you keep doing your thing and eventually it will pay you back. But that is the Sefa model to just <laughs> to do the work, to do the work. And I'm not worrying about eyes. I'm not worrying about views. I'm doing this for me. I'm doing this for, you know, how you know I do it and crazy. then it works later. You- you know, it's funny that you said that the the most recent disagreement me and Marcus had was because actually I look at I, I, I don't look at it like that no more, bro. And I still do the work like people. People think like if if you if I'm doing all this music, I'm I'm like doing the work and not caring about the end goal or not caring about anything. I'm just doing the work. But the fact of the matter is. I do all the work because I love making music and I'm, I'm like, like that's the way that I, I deal with life is to make music. So I'm always going to pump out hella music, but I'm now shifting myself towards TikTok, towards um, reels, towards marketing and things like that. And it was uh, like Marcus, you know, he, he's, I don't want to misconstrue what he's saying. So I'm going to keep it real brief on what I feel his stance is. But it reminds me of when I was younger and I was like, man, I'm finna do this for myself. I don't care who listens to it. And to me, <clears throat> at that stage of my life, it made sense. I was in Samoa, 19, 20 years old. I didn't have no bills. I was in college going to school for free off of Pell Grant. It was nothing going on. But me at 31, it's like, nah, bro, like my time is important. Like, Cause we got bills, we got a family, got to think about. We got different different situations going on. Like I don't have the the leeway to just be doing stuff just to do it. And mm-hmm. so now it's like, bro, like I just I I be more uh I be more real with myself. Nice. And I'm like, it's cool to have your have your beliefs, but like at the end of the day, this is not our game. I don't own music. I don't own um going viral i don't own success i'm playing by the rules of success i'm playing by the rules of this game this music game i'm playing by the rules of these social media platforms so i can't just come and say no these this this is what i'm gonna do and you and and i'm gonna be successful uh, it don't work like like now i'm i'm in the vid- in front of the video I'm in front of the camera. I yeah. never liked to do that before, but I'm in front of the camera all the time. I'm doing little reels here and there to to push my music, to pump my music out to more people. I'm doing a TikTok live thing that I didn't know I would like, but I actually do. <laughs> nice. You know, so it's just like getting out of my comfort zone and and, uh, and being real with myself and saying like, 
you can be that stubborn dude and want to change the world and just do it your way and keep hitting a wall. And you might, you might hit some diamonds, but for the most part, you're going to keep hitting the wall. You got to understand the game that we playing. You got to understand the rules and regulations that's been set for years. And you got to win and be successful in that game before you can change. And then maybe if I get into a better, a better position, then I'll be like, change some things around. But for now, I'm like slowly realizing, bro, like it's some, you know, you're going to hurt yourself more than you help yourself if you neglect all of the things in front that say, no, this is how you got to do it out of stubbornness, out of pride, out of whatever I got. I had to it took a it took a while for me to swallow that pill, bro. (laughs) Um, But I'm slowly getting there. I'm slowly learning and like. I hope people hear this and, and 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 understand like you can bypass a lot of heartache <laughs> if you just listen. You know what I mean? But yeah, listen, that's learn. I agree. Yeah. I mean, like you you said, I'm being uncomfortable with certain things. Like if I've learned anything, it's like being being comfortable is not always necessarily a good thing. Like taking steps out of your comfort zone and pushing yourself to the limits because you believe in yourself you know what I mean like for example I've been at I've been working at Dutch Bros for almost 10 years and I told everyone from the start I'm gonna own one of these one day and it's happening now and I still don't think it's real but at the same time if you if you push yourself and you keep grinding like you're gonna get there and I'm I want to listen to some of your music now dude like I I sit here like man this guy's gonna blow up one day and I I gotta sit here on a podcast with him it's pretty cool appreciate you bro we're gonna send you some. Yo, yeah, shout out to shout out to Luke and uh, Longview, Texas, who's about to get one of the best operators yeah. in DB history. Oh yeah, congratulations! Because of you, uh, Lucas, uh, I've tried uh, Dutch Bros for the first time a couple weeks ago. So hey, shout out to you, man! <laughs> when I seen you got hey, the, Dutch- I seen you got the promotion, I was like, hey, I'm gonna go try this now because that's my dude. So <laughs> hey, congratulations, bro! I love Dutch Bros. We got two by my house. Oh, see, see, what I'm talking about. Yeah, see, I gotta chill out though because I'm diabetic now, so I gotta, you know what I mean? <laughs> hey, I, 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 I hear see. you, bro. You, you just gotta pick, you. pick, pick your day, Zeus. That's what you gotta do. Nah, it's just, you know, Moderation. I used to be drinking, I used to drink, I used to be drinking Dutch Bros. like it's gonna wake me up, you know, a little caramel, something, but and all of a sudden I start falling asleep. Oh, like, no, no. <laughs> And then years later, I find out I'm diabetic. I'm like, man, I was going to the diabetic shock trying to mess with some Dutch bros at 7 in the morning. <laughs> trying to wake my game up. That mother put me in a coma. God, he said, he said I'm, I'm going to be awake for 10 minutes. Then I'm going to be asleep for about six Why hours. Am I, so sleepy? <laughs> I was confused. I was like, ooh, this, this blueberry tastes bomb, though. You feel me? Oh, man. I, uh... <clears throat> I appreciate you all for uh, taking the time to talk with us today. And um, yo, if um, if you guys are recording your Polyticking podcast, um, let let us know when and where. Like, it, even if it's in the morning, I'd be down to be on there and ch- chop it up with chalk. Because uh, yeah, you guys are doing a, a great job. And I also want to hear Marcus's take on everything that we've talked about. Right, yeah, today. right. Not for sure. Monday and Tuesdays, Um, it, it could be later. It could be like this time because I think Marcus is free all day. I still haven't talked to him specifically about his schedule. But I think Monday and Tuesday around this time should be good. Oh, yeah. And then we'll, uh, yeah, we'll be able to get this up 
Uh, I'll probably work on this while I'm at the office anyway. Uh, yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Thank that you is, all for, awesome. for joining us. one thing I've ever heard. Before we, <laughs> yo, I'm gonna go download some shit at the office. I'm gonna go work on I mean, my extras at the office. Yes, sir. Hey, you gonna make me come into the office, bro? I'm gonna right. use it to my advantage. I'm gonna use it to my advantage. I was fine working from home. Uh, before we go, um, any shout outs uh, that you guys want to give Forrest? I'm gonna start with you. We'll let the guests go first, man. We'll let oh, the okay. guests go first. Sefa, you got any shout outs? Man, shout out to Marcus and the Poly Ticket Podcast. You know, yep. we drop episodes weekly. Mm-hmm. You know, we on all platforms. Uh, new album out, Undisputed by Sefa M on all platforms. Get it. Uh, hella, hella other albums on there, too. Y'all can stream. And I got social media, Sefa M on Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, Sefa M916. Uh yeah, let's yeah appreciate y'all for having me, man. You know it's always it's always dope getting to, to be with the legends from America South more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we got hey, we got Coach Carter in the building. You oh man, we got Walter Cronkite. Oh, we got Walter Cronkite in the building. You feel me? <laughs> and we yeah. get to be here with Sefa. Sefa, right. you the legend, bro. And we appreciate you know the hard work, the dedication, and yo, you getting in front of the camera like that's. I'm the same way. I'm not trying to be in front of the camera. I know that's doesn't sound right. Kai, don't do that, bro. No, no, I don't. <laughs> hey, you see, hey, go to our Instagram page and check out the reels, bro. It's nothing but fucking <laughs> <laughs> screenshots from the Apple podcast. Um, no, I'll, I'll figure out how to work on that. But you definitely are an inspiration to so many of the people that I know are listening to this and that listen to your music and have watched your journey over the years. Um, Lucas. Any uh, any shout outs before we go? Yeah, I mean just 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 being on here and getting to talk is always a good time and open up my eyes to different perspectives and it's cool and kind of random. Uh, shout out to Damian Lillard. He is the goat. He <laughs> should be starting in the All Star game, and the man is putting Portland on his back, and I love him. Amen. Forty point uh, performance last night and a half court heave. Good for him. A three quarter for Logo Lillard. Yep. Dope. Shout out, me. shout out, Dame Time. That's always a good like time. Like the beam. I just gotta say it one time. Like the beam. You know <laughs> <laughs> that's hey, that's real sack time right there. Forrest, any shouts? Hey man, shout out to all the uh kids from American Samoa who signed with uh their colleges they're going to because National Signing Day just finished. So there's a bunch of kids from American Samoa who are about to be part of the uh, college football scene next season. Um, and they'll be in school. So that's the best thing for them, getting to come out here and uh, further their education. So shout out to you guys. I've seen a couple of kids from the only already signed with uh, the uh, New Mexico Military Institute. Um, I've seen some other kids sign with some other Christian schools. So don't let nobody tell you that it's got to be Division One or nothing. You know what I mean? Whatever gets you going. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It gets you going, like Sheffield was saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to start somewhere. So take your time and uh, shout out to you guys. Uh, again, uh, shout out to uh, to my guy, Noah. Uh, he was just hitting me. He's an Eagles fan, him and Eddie. You know what I mean? <laughs> Noah was like, how dare you say we were Chiefs fans? I said, bro, I, I corrected myself. <laughs> Immediately but, corrected himself. Right. He's like, whoops. So yeah, shout out to those two Eagle fans. My bad guys, you know what I mean. Uh, but hey, shout out to Seth on the new album. Uh, everything you put out. I mean, I know you consider that to be probably your, uh, I guess most 
the better album of, of all of them right now. Uh, like you said, the easiest to listen to. But uh, from a fan standpoint, everything you put out is easy to listen to for us, man. So, and we love having you put out music. So keep putting out music. Shout out to Luke. Luke going to Texas. Uh, when you do get down there, man, you know, I mean, let him know about Dame Lillard and uh, and hopefully not Geno uh, Smith, maybe another quarterback. But let him know. Let him know. <laughs> yeah, I got you. All right, thanks. Luke, how long before you're in Cowboys gear? Oh, oh. Never. Never. I've been to the Cowboys game, but hopefully get the Seahawks. Good. But never. I don't ever. <laughs> Good. Never. People are going to try to get you to wear Cowboys gear. Don't do it. You don't don't feel that peer pressure for no reason. Just wear uh, it when you're cutting the grass, Oops. That's the only time you can yeah, wear it. Yeah, just when you're outside so your neighbors are like, you're doing oh. your chores outside, you know? Get it all you got to get it dirty, you know? You got to go take the trash out. You put the Cowboys gear on so you don't get the nice Seattle Seahawks gear. You feel me? I feel you, man. <laughs> hey, you can, wear that, you can wear that lime green Seahawks jersey when you're out doing grass. That's fine. Oh, yeah, it might save the life. I used to wear my Lakers jersey and I wore when I did my grass. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, usually people put on their trash when they were do their grass to sell more. I didn't say it, Sefty, but <laughs> hey, shout out to y'all. Appreciate y'all coming on, Luke. Seth, you guys have been been grinding in your crafts and are uh, making you know inspiration and change and around to those that 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 are watching you. So appreciate you both for doing that. Uh, congrats, Luke, on the the promotion. Well, not the promotion on the ownership. Right, hey. Seth on the album. More stuff coming. Forrest, appreciate you as always for being here and uh, and doing this with me. Uh, mm-hmm. My final shout out, Tiaina Seau Jr. Junior Seau. Let's see. Last week, number fifty five would have been fifty four. So happy heavenly belated birthday uh, to Junior Seau. Yes, sir. And yeah, that's going to be our show. We're going to try to hop on the Polytaken podcast. We're also going to have uh, Mike Fiso from the Emerald Perspective on uh, later on this week to talk more about the Super Bowl. Shit, we ain't even talk about the Super Bowl. For what? Nobody watched football. No <laughs> <laughs> Nobody watched football. Girl. What you talking no. about? <laughs> like, oh yeah, Chiefs Eagles. That's going to be a great, <laughs> great football match that I'm not going to a- watch. <laughs> Both teams gonna lose. <laughs> hey, oh yeah, we'll do. We'll determine the possibility of the Super Bowl ending in a tie. Break down anything with that later on another episode. But that is our episode for today. Thank you everybody for watching. Stay hydrated. Stay balling. Love and light. Peace. Peace. Brock. Lefty? Are you ambidextrous?